You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Another episode of Anti-Social Show. We are the 100. I am Hunter Block, and he's Tyson Saner. Hello, Tyson. Hey, so we're about 50 each, then. That's right. If we are the 100. We are the 100. Yeah. Well, at some point, we're going to be joined by a third person, and then we'll be split into uh, thirds. But not not even thirds. 33.3... Three, 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 something. I don't remember how it works, but it's 33 and a third. Oh, no, it's like 0.6. No, that's two thirds. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Somebody out there is like, it does, and they know exactly what the number is, but it ain't me at the moment. That's all right. You'll, 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 it'll pop in your head as the night goes on. Mm. Hopefully nothing else will pop in my head. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think, I mean, would that necessarily be a bad thing if nothing popped in your head? be a bad thing if nothing did no that'd be a good thing if nothing did why why would that be a good thing if nothing popped in your head well because if something popped in my head it'd probably be like a blood vessel or something and then i'd have like you know i'd have like an aneurysm or whatever it is ah uh, so you're you're putting it into physical terms instead of more of like a uh tissues terms essentially you know I'm putting in literal, saying, literal terms literal terms that's it thank you yeah where you know you know, where you're saying, oh, yeah, I have to physically pop something in my head, like have a, you know, a, a blood vessel pop or an aneurysm or aneurysm. Mm-hmm. One of those. Basically, you basically stroked out where I meant like something popping into your head like a thought. Right. No, that would be fine if things, you know, things will, uh, for example, the uh, need to make a make a literal figurative kind of joke that that came to me. It was the instinct I went with. Perhaps not the best one, but. It's all blood under the bridge now, so. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. It's it's definitely been, um, for anyone out there listening, it's it's definitely been like a, I want to say like a hot minute um, before we did this. So essentially, we did a couple of live episodes. We did a couple of gaming episodes, which is uh, pretty cool. We uh, crossed the streams and had crossovers. Um, the live episodes were, were fantastic. And we, of course, we had plenty of, we had some content to give you guys, but so it's literally been, you know, uh, a second. So, but it, it's funny how, you know, it, it never changes because we're that, that damn good. That is funny. Right. Uh, do you have a window or a door open where you are? I have a fan. You have a fan. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Well, absolutely. is it warm where you are? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was warm here too. For some reason we had a nice heat wave going on. Well, here here's the the problem. I love this room. 
as a studio, right? It's mm-hmm. it's definitely like you know my uh, seclusion habitat, and you know like where I go and escape the world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, all the other rooms in the house, you know, have central uh, uh, heat, central AC. So right now, beyond this door, you know, the house feels like a meat locker, right? Oh wow! So, yeah, right. Until you come into this room where there's no anything, and so it's really cold in the wintertime. And really hot in the summertime, so I have to have a heater that heats the place up in the wintertime. And I usually have a couple fans going on in the uh, summertime to uh, basically cool the room off. But I'm actually thinking about getting one of those uh, uh, ductless uh, air conditioners that you just mount on the wall. Mm. So that, and plus, I, I mean, I do have windows, so I can theoretically put a window unit in here and get some, some AC that way. But I have all the windows blocked because I have my desk that's blocking too. And I have these big, tall, gigantic uh, bookcases that are blocking the rest. Hmm. Cool. And I have, I have blackout curtains beyond that. So, I mean, you know, like this way no light can penetrate. Well, it's good. I mean, you know, if you don't want light to come in, then that's a plus. But you know what it was, right? So going back two years ago when we first got this place, mm-hmm. I didn't have any curtains uh, on the windows in this room. And it really felt like – and even though this goes out to my backyard, it really – and there's obviously backs up to the woods. So there would be nobody there, but it sure felt like somebody was there watching me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's – yeah, that's never – Right. What? I said in the night. In the night. In the dead of the night. <laughs> All right, let's see here. That sounds like, a, that sounds like an 80s, like, um, kind of like a detective show or, 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 or TV show called, um, what did I, whatever I just said. I think you said in the dead of the night or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. There was a television the show called In the Heat of the Night, which was an ad- adaptation of the, um, of the critically, uh, the Academy Award winning film In the Heat of the Night from, I think, 1964. Wrong. 1964. I believe so. Wrong. Uh, starring Rod Steiger and Sidney Poitier, or Poitier. I always said Poitier, because that's how I heard people pronounce it. So I've heard people pronounce it differently. Um, but I still say Poitier until I'm corrected one way or the other. Um, you know, I could ask Google, but they Google doesn't pronounce things um, with 100 to, uh, you know percent of accuracy all the time. Well, well, dear listener, you, you, you basically understand what Tyson's telling you. He's like giving a you know, he's giving you guys an uh, an open invitation to uh, to discipline him if he's incorrect on the uh, pronunciation of said last name, which I, I can't pronounce either way. So it's 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 all good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what what he, he's not requesting though is that you guys stand in a line with your legs spread and he has to crawl in between your legs and you know you guys get to uh, paddle his backside as he's going you know crawling a mile. Oh. That's, that's not what he's talking about. Looks like some kind of hazing ritual. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not asking for a hazing ritual. Nope. No, as far as I'm concerned, that's basically what life is. Oh, yeah. Hey, and we're all in the same area together, except I'm huge on the side there for some reason, but I don't know. Maybe what? I guess it doesn't matter. What, what what everybody's saying. So, uh, uh, welcome to the call, Theo. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right. 
So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, joining us tonight for our episode number 100 uh, is is my brother, Theo. Welcome to the show, bro. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize it was your 100th episode. That's so exciting. Well, see, here's the thing. It's not, it is, it, it is, it is episode number 100, but we've had, we've actually had more than a hundred episodes, um, because we've had some half episodes and we've had, or we've had a two-parter, we've had a couple of point fives and like a point seven five. So our hundredth episode was actually nine episode 92. Okay. So we actually called episode nine, all the episodes have titles. And so episode 92 was called the hundredth episode. <laughs> Right. With Andy Dick, because he was our guest at the time. So, or as I like to refer to it as the fake one hundred. That's exciting. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for being here. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, as it's dark where you are. <laughs> I know. I was. I'm outside, and my uh, my uh, lights just went off. Oh, that wasn't by design. Oh, okay. It's on a motion sensor. Your camera is following you. Oh, creepy. Yeah, I just got this iPad. Oh, it's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make they make nice um um I was going to say equipment, but that's not, they, they they make good the tech. Device. Yeah, it's tech. Mm-hmm. Tech stuff. Tech. Yeah. I like Sweet tech. tech. Mm-hmm. Love and tech. Love and tech. Uh, uh I have a nervous tech. Uh, <laughs> as uh, as a, as somebody that loves Apple products and believe me I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know their operating system. It, it's clean. It works for sure, but it's just too damn expensive. Yep, okay. they are not cheap. They're not cheap. No, and very proprietary. Which I guess you know. Hey, it's um. It, I guess that's how. I mean, they've been doing business that way for you know quite a while. So yeah, they like to change the plugs every couple weeks, so you don't have the right plug. You have to go buy a new one, things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a high quality. It's a high quality pain in the ass. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what, the charger for the iPhone 4S was the best. And was, it that the ten, was that the 10 pin? Yes. <laughs> I still have a couple of those kicking around. See, I think I've got a USB Type C probably for my Android phone. That's what my guess is. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I heard they just passed a law in the Eurozone where they're just, everyone has to use one kind of charger. Um, I think it was, they settled on one of the micro USBs. Um, so hopefully that will change worldwide um, soon. But, but maybe, yeah. I mean, there's. Look forward to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's There's been sort of a trend. Sorry? No, I no, that oh, was <laughs> okay. I might have heard some sound artifacting, <laughs> or it might have been my dog. Okay, that's well, but that's what's going to happen because Skype tends to block out like if more than one voice goes at a time. So if you if you catch me going like that, is me trying not to talk over somebody else. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so you might see me doing that a lot. For the people who who will be seeing this later, that's a face I'm making that indicates that my mouth has been closed. But uh, those of you who are just listening to this can't see the silent gesture i was just making anyway uh oh is this is this also like a a video thing it will be um it's it but i don't uh there's no hurry because i've got like um let's see we're up to episode uh i've managed to edit and post to youtube up to i think episode 
Um, oh, uh, episode 80, episode 80, which, which was our first episode with Jesse Camp. So, uh, yeah, so if this is episode 100, then there's at least 20 episodes that have not gone up on YouTube yet, but will when I get around to being able to prepare them for YouTube and uploading them. Cool. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one of my favorite YouTube uh, uh, videos of us is with those gummy um, Smurfs that you were uh, eating. Oh yeah, I was trying out a product. I uh, I got I found some gummy Smurfs at Hensel's. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they Hensel's has a candy division now. They got a whole candy store uh, in Arcata down by the Foyer Worker, or where that used to be. Yeah, Hensel's Hardware. Yeah, and so it's all yeah, well. They've got a big candy wing basically, and they had some exotic or imported Haribo. So I got some Haribo Smurfs, and they were like they were jujube tough. They were like. Oh. Yeah, they were. I didn't realize they weren't supposed to be until I went to a store in. Uh, uh, um, I went to the Nawajamaya up in Bellevue when we visited last, and I got some more gummy Smurfs because I figured, you know, why not? And they were nice and soft and chewy. So I, I I'm thinking those must have been on the shelf for a bit. Yeah, I imagine yeah. they don't move a lot mm-hmm. of gummy Smurfs at Hensel's Hardware in Arcata. I guess not. I guess not. Yeah. But we did get a funny video out of it, and recently I put a, a clip of it on uh, TikTok because I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm cultivating a bit of a TikTok uh, thing, uh, trying to. Nice. You got some, got some dances? Uh, you know, actually, um, I might uh, be doing a, a dance, a bit of a dance soon. I, I'm, uh, pro- I, I'm either going to do something from from RRR or maybe uh, there's a little like. Uh, dance break uh, moment in uh, a song called To Marie from a Bollywood film called Bang Bang. Um, okay. Have either of you seen or heard any talk or a mention of, of RRR yet? No. Yeah. Okay. Hunter, anything? Nope. Can't hear you well through the thing. I said, uh, no, I got nothing. There you are. Okay. So, um, well, uh, so RRR is a Tollywood movie that came out, uh, at the end of March this year, and it is a huge success. Um, and it's, it, I've, I've seen stuff in it and it's just amazing. It's so fun, you know, looking, you know, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I do like, I, you know, I, I do like spectacle and I like, you know, good music. And, uh, there's a video at, uh, for a song called, um, Natu Natu that, Actually, a clip of it came out uh, a couple of years before the film did because, like, production was slowed down because of COVID and whatnot, um, as as it happens. And uh, that clip went viral to the point where, by the time the film actually debuted, people like it were able to get up and do the dance just for those ten seconds at, in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should see footage of people seeing RRR in the theater. Be crazy, just confetti everywhere and cheering and yelling. It's like they have a good time doing. You know. Yeah, sounds like fun. I want to go. Yeah, I wish I could find a place around here that uh, you know, but it, uh, it's probably actually safer that uh, <laughs> just rent it on Google or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Theo, what's going on with you? How's your life going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, I am. Um, I started a new job a couple of months ago. And um, that's that's chugging right along. Um, getting married in a couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah, that's exciting. Congratulations! That is very exciting. Yeah, you'll be there. I will. That's 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 I intend. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, uh, uh, listen, dude. When you're up there and you're about to say yes, uh huh, 
just take a second to really think about this. Okay. okay. <laughs> take a second to think about it and, and be like, do, do I really want to say yes? You know, or do I, I can say no. I could back out of this thing. I can be away. But no, we uh, wanted some food. But definitely think about it. Okay. And say yes. Right. <laughs> well, you know, it is a big, it's a big decision. It's huge. Yeah, it's 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 huge. Um, but it's great. I'm glad that you're you're uh, that you're taking the plunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels right. After all this Feels time, right. um, after all this time in our lives, is what I meant specifically. Yes, yes. Um, so because uh, this is so, there's a tradition we have on uh, on anti social show. Uh, I put together a quiz for our first time guests. Um, to in a, in a little game that I might have told you about already uh, at some point. I can't remember if I did. Oh, I don't know. I love games. Okay, yeah. good. So I will uh, go ahead and uh, change it to my game show jacket real quick here. So I've got my uh, I've got my uh, I can take my earphones with me. I realize because the thing plugs in on this side. So I will be stepping out of frame, but I will be right back. Please enjoy uh, the view from my cave. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've got Norman. I've got Norman Reedus over. You can see him there in the. Uh... As for people who are um, only hearing this, uh, Hunter and Theo are seeing a still frame from a video game called Death Stranding. Okay. The game looks phenomenal. It is pretty. Yeah. It's pretty interesting so far. I'll give it that. So let's see here. I mean, it's a unique experience so far. That's, that's I think, one of the biggest uh, draws of it is that it's so different than what people expect from your average uh, video game experience. So that's a welcome thing. Hey, it's my game show jacket. Oh, so this game is called What Do These Mean Words Mean? Uh, okay. A few years back, you might recall that we went to uh, uh, Powell Books. Powell's Books? Yes, in, in here, right here in Portland. In yeah. Portland, yeah. And I picked up this book uh, called "Depraved and Insulting English," which is backwards in the camera, but that's what it is. Okay. And it is a, a collection of words that are uh, have been deemed over time to be Im- impolite, and uh, from A to Z, various ones. And I've picked out a few, and it's a multiple choice. So I'm going to. Uh, say the word, I'm going to spell the word, say whether it's a noun, adjective, verb, that kind of thing, and then I'll give you three choices of what it might mean. And then... Uh-oh, I went dark again. Okay. Let me... <clears throat> there, and it, it just followed you again. Oh, it's, really? It's interesting that it does that. I wonder if it's like because it actually sees wider than the apertures, and then like when motion goes, it actually it's it's not literally looking, but it's virtually looking based on an area that it can already perceive. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the uh, the the maybe it became uh, what was that? AI, dude. Artificial intelligence. Yep. Oh well, maybe yeah. It's the ghost in the machine. Yep. Yep. It's like watching me stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, where are you going? Where are you going? Hey, what are you doing? Because that's literally what it looks like on the, that it's it's moving the well, it's okay. I don't know if it looks like that on your end or not, but from here it definitely looks like it's doing that. Anyway, uh, is everybody ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tracking you when you do that. <laughs> it's tracking you. Uh, Crazy. 
Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, so, first word is uh, tenesmus. 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 That is spelled uh, T-E-N-E-S-M-U-S, and it is a noun. It sounds like a transmitted disease. It sounds like what? It sounds like a transmitted disease. It, it does, kind of. Yeah. Yes. So here are a few choices of what tenesmus uh, might mean. And by a few, I mean literally three. Uh, so, is tenesmus uh, painful, spasmodic attempts to urinate or defecate by involuntarily straining? Is it nervous giggling in serious or dire circumstances? Or is it sweating in church? These are A, B, and C. Can you read the first one again? Certainly. Uh, the first one is painful, spasmodic attempts to urinate or defecate by involuntarily shake, uh, straining. Sorry, involuntary straining. What's involuntary straining? Uh, well, uh, let's say <laughs> okay. something really wants to come out of you, and you're like, oh, oh, this is happening now. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think it's the second one. Uh, the second one being nervous giggling in serious dire circumstances. That's what mm-hmm. Theo is saying. And Hunter, what is your answer? Uh, yeah, I gotta go with B too. You're, uh, Hunter, yeah. Hunter's also going with, with B? Yep. Okay. It is actually painful spasmodic attempts to urinate or defecate by involuntary straining. Ah. Uh, oh. That's what I'm so glad I know what to call that now. <laughs> Tenesmus. Tenesmus. So this is Tenesmus. You know, if we, you know, funny if we actually mentioned that throughout the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like a few seconds time out just to mention that for no apparent reason, we can always make that sound like we're uh, you know actually doing a sponsor. I, you know, it's weird. I thought you might be going there, and I was like, he's not saying it could be a sponsor, is he? And uh, that would be funny. It was, yeah, yeah. It's sponsored by Tenesmus, antisocial show. It's like our fake sponsor. Mm-hmm. Like Henderson's pants for Succotash. Um, all righty. Uh, the second word. Oh, actually, no. Okay, that's all right. So these, all these words also have like the way they're used in a in a uh, how they're how they are used or whatnot. It elaborates. So let me actually take a moment to read the further description of that because that. These are usually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, amusing. So, okay. As it says here, <clears throat> it's that bit about involuntary straining that makes tenesmus uniquely unpleasant to contemplate. And then in quotes, it says, Grace felt nothing but sympathy for her husband during his racking bout with tenesmus, but she had to admit that the constant straining had helped him work off more than a few unnecessary pounds. Whoa. Yeah. That's... That, really, that really paints a picture. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, next word. <laughs> uh, okay. Next word begins with an H. Uh, it is... Um, hmm? Begins with an H? Mm-hmm. It is uh, hygiolatry. That is H-Y-G-E-I-O-L-A-T-R-Y. 
hygiolatry and is a noun. Okay, hygiolatry. So, is hygiolatry a... Um, Oh, sorry. I lost my place on the on the thing here. There we go. A, hoarding used bath water. Is it B, health fanaticism, or C, living in a swamp? Um, I want to go with B again. I want to stick with B. Just B is all down, down the road. Uh, let's see. B, okay. <laughs> and, uh, Hunter, would you care to, uh, make a guess or to hear the options again? Nope. I was going with B. You're also going with B? What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, congratulations. You are each tied, uh, you're tied at one. Still anybody's Still anybody's game. Yeah, I was thinking, like, hypochondria, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll tell you, it's it, it's fun coming up with alternate um, um, meanings for these, but uh, it can be challenging because sometimes a word just sort of sounds like what it means. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, a little bit too much. Like, um, like tenesmus. Oh, yeah. Sorry again? Like tenesmus. Like tenesmus. Yeah. I mean, that definitely sounds like what it means. Yeah. It's like an onomatopoeia almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's an onomatopoeia. I am Ooh. so sorry. I am so sorry. That was that did. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was right there, and I had, and it was. Uh, it's unfortunate. Okay, let's see. Hygiolatry. There's so many good words in here. I'll tell you, it was hard to pick. Um, hard to pick them. All right, let's see are, here. Are there prizes in this game? Uh, love and admiration. Okay. Also, there might be a tiebreaker, but I was thinking of doing a special. Well, we'll get to that maybe if, if it comes in, into play. Um, okay, hygiology. So, this word is more useful today than ever. For even as a population as a whole grows more obese and sickly, a lunatic fringe errs in the other direction. These odd and pathetic creatures are easily identified not by their aversion to steak, cheese, and all the other things that generally make life worth living but by their hysterical opposition to anyone who seems to be enjoying himself. Uh, <laughs> and then in quotes, it says, the frequent ice-cold plunge baths, the rolfings, the all-squid diet, it was all part and parcel of Marlin's hygiolatry, as were the sunken cheeks, the greenish complexion, and the disagreeable body odor. Ooh. All right. That sounds pleasant. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite unpleasant. Sounds like a like you're describing a citizen of a uh, you know a dystopian society. A dystopian what? A dis uh, a dystopian society. Society, yeah, that's kind. Right. Alrighty, so it's anybody's game still. Score is tied at one. Next word uh, begins with the letter E. The word is excerebros. <laughs> That is excerebros. It is spelled E-X-C-E-R-E-B-R-O-S-E. Excerebros. And it is an adjective, so it is a descriptive word. If you are 
referring to somebody as being excerebros, are you describing them as being A, overconfident, B, twitchy, or C, brainless? B, brainless. Hmm. Hunter, I'm going to go with A. Hunter's got an early vote for brainless, and uh, Theo is voting for overconfident. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Uh, Hunter gets gets a point, another point. Uh-oh. It, Uh-oh. it is actually brainless. Excerebros. That was my crap brother tonight. That was your what? I said, now is my crap together or is my crap together tonight? Oh, your crap is quite together, apparently. I think there's a word for that as well, but I'll have to, I haven't come across it yet. Uh, so, yes, brainless. This word not only describes the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz, but a significant portion of humanity as well, and certainly the bulk of our cultural output. Do not confuse excerebros with the remarkably similar excerebrate, which means uh, to beat the brains out although the one might very well prompt the other. Uh, and then in quotes, it says, as a producer, Ruttman skyrocketed, skyrocketed to moguldom behind a series of lowbrow comedies starring a lovable chimpanzee, each film being more excerebros than the last. Mm. I'd watch it. Yeah. Chimp films can be kind of fun. Right. They can be. There's always kind of like this, oh, it's a good thing they got him on a good day. Yeah. 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 So let's see. Uh, the fourth word, second to last, um, it begins with an O. The word is oikiomiasmata. Oikio Miasmata. That is spelled. Oh. Are we summoning a demon right now? What's that? Are we summoning a demon or something? I think so. It sounds like an incantation, yeah. It really does. Yeah. Imagine like Christopher Lee and flames behind him and Oikio Miasmata. Hmm? Say that word again. Oikio Miasmata. Give me the power, I beg of thee. Exactly. <laughs> it, it sounds like, Theo, you remember Bedknobs and Broomsticks, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Classic. it's like like the suits of armor should be coming to life like in a moment if I if I say that too many times, but that song it's almost yeah. Anyways, uh, all right, it is a noun. It is spelled O I K I O M I A S M A T A. So does Oiki okay boy does Oiko Miasmata refer to a a improper improperly prepared tea. B unhealthy domestic gases wafting pollution in a household. That's all one. Um, all one. That's all one. Answer, potential answer. Okay. And or, wait, the tea. Hmm? The unprepared tea is creating the gases. No, no, I'm sorry. The. So a is improperly prepared tea, and then B is a long one that says unhealthy domestic gases, semicolon, wafting pollution in a household. What is a domestic gas? I, I guess it's uh, just if you walk into a house and there's a bad smell. 
like a household. Yeah. Like maybe it's got mildew. Maybe it's something rotting. Maybe there's like you know. Don't you hate that happens? Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, like I, I, you know how like when you get invited to somebody's house and like you know they're, they're nice people and everything like that, but their house is completely disgusting, and you you can't say anything because they're nice people and you don't have feelings. <laughs> right. So you yeah. just you just sit there and dis and discuss. Yeah, just saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes your skin crawl. Yes, it does. I can. Um, or is it C, uh, leaving oily deposits on furniture and other services? Yeah. B. You, you, what is that? You're going with B, Hunter? Yep. Okay, I'll write you down for B. And uh, Theo? Um, I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with C, which is leaving oily deposits on furniture and other surfaces. Hunter gets the point. Yes! It is actually unhealthy domestic gases or wafting pollution in a household. It was actually kind of difficult for me to pronounce this when I was uh, writing it down, too, but I, 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 I uh, isolated the word miasma and then, con- mm. and then constructed the other stuff around it to hear it in my head. And it worked a few, you know, yeah. a few days ago when I was working on this. I'm like, oikio miasmata, and then I can say it now, but then, you know, give me a week and I'll be like, oikio. That's a noun? It is a noun. So it is the actual odor itself or the, or the, yeah, like a miasma, which I guess is kind of like a, like a cloudy sort of gaseous or vaporous sort of occurrence. Yeah. I encounter that a lot in my new job. Uh, I've been inspecting apartments and um, yes, it's, it's crazy how people live. (laughs) There's gross people out there. I don't don't I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> this one lady had like a rotisserie chicken, like on the on the floor, and her cats were just like feeding on it, and it had been there. It looked, I mean, it looked old, you know. And then um, I was like, then I get to like the bedrooms, and like there's cat vomit, like that hasn't been cleaned up on the floor, and I, was, I said. Why is there cat on the floor? She's like, oh, my, sometimes my cat gets sick. Oh, so gross. So gross. Just like a crusty rotisserie chicken. You're like a whirlybird from like Safeway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess gross. I guess it's the most obvious answer is like, oh, how'd the vomit get there? Oh, it's not mine. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I go, you should see the other cat. Um, <laughs> um all right, so let's see. That is oikiomiasmata. Uh, uh, the odd-looking word oikiomiasmata also possesses an eccentric definition, bad smells resulting from shoddy housekeeping. It comes from the combination of the Greek oikos, which means ha- house, and miasmata, which means uh, pollution. And it is more useful than one may think at first glance. I like it when they refer to a word as being useful. Uh, mm, mm, quote, yeah. quote, Christine couldn't live with the unbearable oikiomiasmata any longer. Although it meant losing the silent battle of wills with her brother, she decided to take out the garbage. <laughs> you were supposed right. to take out the vomit. No, you were supposed to take out the vomit. Yeah. I think it was your turn. We flipped for it. Here, paper, rock, scissors. You know what's funny about what you just said? No. 
that 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 word went from being like something that you would uh, use as an incantation to you know this girl's living with a demon name, whatever, however you pronounce that friggin' word, and you know. She basically had to kick him out, taking out the garbage. You know, that's going to be like some, uh, or you know, maybe she got a Catholic priest to come in and, and do a, a blessing of the house, and he took out the garbage. Ooh. The pine yeah. stall of Christ compels you. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm more of a fabuloso guy myself. Fabuloso. I've seen that stuff. I think I've seen it at Dollar Tree. It comes that's in like where you get it. it. Comes in like purple and stuff, doesn't it? Sure does. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's a great. It's a great name. It smells like flowers and cheap cologne. Ooh, well, well that 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 could be preferable too. No. Yeah. Other things. Is it in all-purpose? Is it mostly for kitchens? Is it for toilets? Like, what is it? Uh, I haven't looked closely at the bottles in there. All-purpose. All-purpose. All purpose. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You brush your teeth with it. Well, I mean, really. I mean, I mean, well, probably not recommended, but you know. I mean, you could have baking soda, and that's kind of an all-purpose sort of, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess maybe probably not fabulo- fabulosa, fabuloso, 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 <laughs> yeah, muy fabuloso. So there's a there's a a very good possibility that um, Tyson that uh, our audience in Columbus, Ohio, might actually be college kids. So listen to me, uh, listen to me, guys, if you're out there listening. When you get excited about cleaning products, such as even myself, because I love going to Bed Bath and Beyond and and whatever else, and that's when you know you're an official adult, when you actually get uh, excited for accessories that go into your kitchen and cleaning products. Yep. So enjoy this time while you, uh, you, you know, while you have kids. You know, party, drink, do whatever you got to do. Right. <laughs> it's a fair point. You're here. I agree. Yeah. Adulting is an interesting beast. You got that right. You got to be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, put up with things that you never thought you'd be able to put up with on a regular basis, and without with barely a barely a, and pay taxes, mm-hmm. and and a buy a bed frame like the the mattress doesn't belong on the floor, you know, just anything. Oh, yes, get that mattress up off the floor. That's when you're an adult. <laughs> yes, bed frame indeed. Um, or when you get excited because you're growing a garden in your backyard. That's always nice. You had chickens for a while there, didn't you? Oh, I still have chickens. Oh, yeah. good. Are they, uh, well, they're not all the same ones, obviously. No. No. How many of no. the, the first original four, Golden Girls? The first four, um, the Golden Girls are all gone. And then, uh, oh, man. Mm-hmm. There's usually more motion out here, I guess. <laughs> um, and then the... Uh, the second four I got were named after um, the living single girls. Uh, you remember that show, like the original Friends with uh, Queen Latifah? I'm forgetting all their names now. Like, <laughs> was Tisha oh. Campbell on there, or? Oh, I don't remember. But uh, I'd stop naming them. Is the point because uh, you know. They're not really pets, and sometimes they just disappear, or, <laughs> like, thing, yeah, like, possums like to just, like... Kill chickens? T- like, they, they kill them, but in a weird way, they just, like, uh, take their heads off. Oh. And then, um, yeah. And I well, think raccoons, raccoons just abscond with a chicken, and 
so yeah, you know, these ones have been here a while, but you never know. Well, you know what you got to do? You know what you got to do? What's that? Well, my house backs up to woods and that backs up to a state park. So we're very much in the country here, like the deep country. And we're going to get chickens. But at any given time, you know, a wild animal could come from, you know, the out of the woods into the, onto the property and, and let's say snatch chickens when we get it. Mm-hmm. So to solve your problem, you got to get yourself a 357 Magnum, right? Yeah. So the varmints start knocking off the barnyards, uh, barn animals, you start knocking off the varmint, you know? Yeah. Boom. Or traps. Fuck off, possum. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Play Dead for real. I, you know, I, I'm i kind of in suburbia a little bit, um, but, you know, there's coyotes and and some uh, some other critters, but I fortified this chicken coop, so it's it's impenetrable. So the girls are sleeping safe tonight. <laughs> well, good. And how many are there? Is it, is it another round I- four or... I have four. Yeah, I have four. Keep four at one time, usually? I think that's the legal limit in, in Portland. I was going to ask. Yeah. And you can't have roosters. Oh. No, because I imagine you'd have to have some kind of farming license oh. or something. Well, they're allowed, you know. Oh. We do. Oh, we, yeah. have in the, uh, we have roosters in the neighborhood, and yeah, I, I can relate to how annoying it really is. Yeah. I think we, we we used to have roosters near us when we lived back on uh, in Arcata in Pacific Manor or whatever the hell the area was called. I'm pretty sure we would hear a rooster, or or maybe we heard roosters when we were living over on uh, in the in the red house on Spear. Yeah, which is no longer red. They they really uh they really do wake up at dawn and and bark their heads off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's helpful to have one if that's if if you want to get up. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's, they're super useful. Roosters. No, I, I can tell you, the rooster that's, you know, by my house, I just want to go and take its head off because it's annoying. Every morning, you can hear it loud and clear. Yep. That's the... <laughs> um, what are we doing? Is it? Was there? We're playing a game, right? We got one more left. The quiz, okay. <laughs> that's okay. Actually, part of the purpose of the quiz is to inspire conversation. So that's that's actually kind of that's part of it. Uh, so the final word starts with an S. Uh, and the word is snollygoster. You snollygoster! Get off my lawn! Uh, <laughs> it is spelled S-N-O-L-L-Y. G O S T E R, exactly how it sounds. Snollygoster. Yep. <laughs> and it is it is a noun. G D Snollygoster. So is a snollygoster a person who employs useless eyewear to give the appearance of intelligence? Are they B a person who endeavors to frighten children by making scary faces at them? Or C, an unprincipled person, especially a politician. C. <laughs> C, 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 Hunter says C. Uh, I'm going with B. Going with B, a person who likes to scare children by making faces at them? Uh, <laughs> That's funny. does kind of sound like it, doesn't it? It's not a gossip. Well... Uh, that gives Hunter an even three points. Hunter, three to one. If it is, in fact, an unprincipled person, especially a politician. Well, so Hunter has won this round of 
Oh, Congratulations, Hunter. What do these new words mean? So, just to, just to read. Your world heavyweight defending reigning champion of this game, Hunter. <laughs> well, well played, everybody. So, just to recap, the first word was uh, it's T for tenesmus, H for hygiology, uh, E for exerebros, O for oikiomiasmata, and S for Snollygoster. T H E O S. Oh, that's me. That is you. That <laughs> it, and, and that's basically the reaction everybody has once they realize that they go, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. So that's, uh, that's the custom quiz that we make for our first time guests uh, starting with, I'm not sure when exactly that started. It definitely wasn't with the people who um, like would, were like would sit in. Um, because uh, we hadn't, I hadn't really thought of it then. But anyway, so that's that's our game that we do. That was lovely. Thank you. This is so, my jacket. Uh, we got to bring Erica Curry back from uh, Trashy Trashy because the last time she played, she spat my ass and sent me home. So I, I need I need a chance of redemption. Well, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, if they, yeah, if, if Erica would like to come back on the show, that would be that'd be fantastic. We'd love to have Erica or Cassandra or. Really, anybody who's been on the show, including Die or Claire or Davian, or, or you, I think we might be able to get Jesse back. Uh, oh, every so. time we have Jesse on the show, it's a good time. Cheers! Oh, it disappeared. Cheers! What is this? There it is. Oh, this is uh, this is actually uh, Jim Beam Red Stag. Oh, oh. managed to find some. <laughs> Is that is that rare? Eh, you know, I don't think it's that rare. It's just that we we, oh. we used to have it like we went through a period of uh, of buying it. You know, if a bottle got low, we'd make sure that we had a bottle. It's basically it's black cherry um, uh, bourbon. So oh yes. yeah, it's a little like cough syrup, but it's uh, yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. You know what's you know what's funny about this whole thing <laughs> is that Tyson and I are actually swapping. Uh, we're swapping uh, places tonight because usually I'm the one that drinks. Oh, no. swapping vices? Yeah, we're no swapping, uh, swapping. Uh, you know, oh, not drinking anything. Drink all that? Okay. Mm. I'm drinking Pepsi tonight. That's not much here. Yeah, this is like maybe a shot and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a. Uh, the a, screen adds like six ounces to a shot. You know. Uh, See now, well, it look, got, now it looks huge. Well, and my my head doesn't. Well, that's fun. Looks very narrow. Yeah. So narrow, my vice than normal. Sorry, my my vices of tonight is diet Pepsi, and of course my uh, my logic that uh, I was forced to buy when they ripped uh, Drew off the shelves, and apparently they ripped it off the shelves because apparently uh, they feel that it's influencing children to vape. Yeah. Oh, the cigarette companies were saying jewels will not replace us. Well, <laughs> good one, good one. Which is stupid because I get carded when I buy uh, pods for Jewel. Really? Yeah. They can't, if, if you're to Wawa, you can't. Uh, they can't sell it to you or even ring it up until they scan your license first. Yeah. My uh, my friend was saying that they're price gouging. Like they've gone up. Like uh, I don't know. Like. Thirty percent in price. A pack of cigarettes is actually cheaper than uh, a, a two uh, pot pack of uh, Jewel. Oh, man. And, and 
and the pods are like really, really tiny, so they don't even last. So now you're paying like ten bucks for just two of these little tiny things that don't even last a day. Wow. But there's other brands, right? It's not all of them. It's just the jewels, right? Right. I got well. This is a logic, is what I got. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I had uh, what did I use to quit? It was blue blu. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those are pretty good. Yeah. I haven't had a cigarette since 2014. Congratulations. Thank you. So that's eight yeah. years now. Yeah. See, he's got one of those like play cases, and and he, he's pulling a Danny you know, from uh, War of the Roses. He's got that last six he's got in that play case, and he's saving it for, like, you know, when his kid starts to drive, and he's got to be in the passenger seat so he can light that cigarette up. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, God, I remember War of the Roses. I haven't seen it in a while, but I think I'd, enjoy, I think I'd like it more now as an adult than I did. But um, it is actually pretty funny. I think I, would be- I think I would better understand it, like, watching it now, Actually, I don't know. It might be depressing if I watch it now. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Well, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. I do like it, Danny DeVito's movies, sir. It was depressing if you think about it because here you had these two people living in this big, fancy house. Like, life is great. <laughs> but yet, they want to kill each other. And then, you know, here comes, uh, what was his name? Uh, who's the actor? Michael Douglas. Yes, Michael Douglas. He comes into Danny DeVito's office with the map of his house. He's like, the, the red areas are mine. The blue areas are hers. Yellow is neutral. It's been so long. And they had like two kids and one of them was Sean Astin, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Oh, really? I don't remember who the other kid was. Guys. The Goonies. Yeah. Oh, by the that's way. Why, that's why Oregon is the What is the what? Who is? That's why, that's why Oregon, Oregon is the That's where Goonies took place. Oh, oh yeah. I've, In Astoria. I've been to Astoria. We actually camped there a couple of years back. Yeah, couple, oh, more than five. Yeah, definitely. We went to see the tower. Anyway, there's the, the Goonies house has a little sign by it, so you can like kind of go up to it and be like, yeah. And uh, oh, um, Kindergarten Cop was also filmed in Astoria as well. Was it? Yes. They have they have an elementary school. That, that's where where it was. The, cool. Another factoid wow. about Astoria and eighties movies. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a nice looking place. I mean, um, there's like they have. It's not just the house. They also have like the uh, there's like a library or a police museum or something that that is what the jail was. Yeah. It's a whole. I took mm-hmm. pictures of it at the time. Yes, yes, Hunter. You know, speaking of um, kindergarten cop, right? You know the 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 villain that was in uh, that the guy that played the bad guy in that movie. Yes, he was at, he was at uh, Atlantic City yesterday uh, at uh, Classic Rewind. Signing autographs. Is that, is that another con? Yeah. You went to a con today, Hunter. We should probably talk about that a little bit because, you know, we do do the current stuff on the show as well when we have our guests. Uh, so I went to Classic Rewind. They had a Mighty Ducks reunion for the original five. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, they had the uh, that she, uh, her name is Heather. But why am I drunk a blank on her last name? Tyson, you remember who I'm talking about, right? From. Oh, Heather! Scream. Oh, yeah, Heather Matarazzo was there. Yes, her, um, Felicia Rose from Sleepaway Camp, uh, the actress who played April O'Neil in the uh, live-action uh, Turtles movie. Oh, sweet! I, I only saw that once, but I, that's cool. That is cool. Who insisted my name was Heather and not Hunter? 
<laughs> but hey, it's cool. She was tired, whatever. You know. Yeah. I've uh, met a man named Heather. <laughs> hey, I knew a, a dude named Carol from North Carolina, so it's 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 possible. Whatever. Yeah. Well, Heather is a type of grass, isn't it? Or I guess. It's like wheat or straw yeah. or something or flowers or something. Like it's a plant of some sort. They're, like they're gray, like that kind of flecky gray sweatshirt. Could be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an inside joke. I, I, just overall, moment, pardon me. But yeah, what else happened at the overall? The it was classic good. rewind. It was a good. It, overall, it was a nice experience. The guy that owns Classic Rewind, um, who sets all that stuff up and has like the vendors and the, the celebrities come. He owns. Um, PA Horicon and NJ Horicon. So I've been talking to the guy on Facebook for a while now. So I want to get him on the show because it's completely fascinating. You know, owning these cons and just, you know, having all these different people come under one roof. But you also got to be prepared to spend money when you go to these cons because you're going to want everything. Uh huh. <laughs> so Felicia Rose, now, uh, Theo. I saw Sleepaway Camp fairly late in life. Did you ever see Sleepaway Camp? Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, that's probably I don't know a if no. I have, I probably have. Okay, <laughs> you'd know it's, it if you saw it. It's <laughs> it's pretty iconic cult um, horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nineteen eighty three, I think it came out. Okay. Yeah, I've seen a bit of the, of the films of that era. Certainly, um, it's well. It takes place at a at a camp for children. Uh, uh, um, and there are and there are murders and who's doing it you know with a twist ending which i will not spoil here because if you do get a chance to see it this movie is bonkers there's some interesting acting in it uh some some i feel like you can spoil a movie from like 50 years ago not no no this one is if you if you don't know that this weird twist is coming you're better off (laughs) enjoying that it happens because it is so out there to be like oh well good i mean i am projecting but like i in my head you're 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 the future version of you is saying thank you tyson for not spoiling this moment for me (laughs) oh okay it's uh yeah. I mean, somebody else might have already by now because it could be like be like, oh, that's the movie they were talking about when they when the Bloods of Hunter heard of them. Yes, Hunter. So when I got Felicia Rose's um, autograph, uh, the the that moment that you're talking about, Tyson, like I got a, a like a print of that, and she she signed it, and I and I told her I said, listen, I'm going to be very honest with you, and she's looking up at me from sitting down, and I'm like that scene, like that that moment in time, like. Like, excuse my French, but it, it scared the crap out of me. It it haunted me for a real long time, and and I, I couldn't deal with it. And <laughs> she was happy with that. I'm like, she's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, but she was happy at the same time. And I'm like, you know, don't be sorry. That's that's fantastic because now I appreciate it. I, I had to you know work through a psychological trauma from it, but you know, we uh, I came out smiling on the other end, and and now it's like I've come to peace with that ending of that movie and it's great it's fantastic like i had to get you know i had to come to peace with the uh crazy lady in the bathtub in uh room 237 in you know the overlook hotel in the shining so, yeah yes correct sure yeah sure. i think we all have to work through that one <laughs> i mean but there is one movie that i will never uh work as far as like this i mean don't get me wrong i am a huge horror junkie i love horror movies but there, there are exceptions to every rule, of course. And, and trust me, I love gore. I love, you know, splatter, 
more the better, the more iconic and outlandish the deaths are, that's even better. And but there's just this one movie that just scarred me, and The Human Centipede Part Two will haunt me to my days. So, so you saw okay, so you saw The Human Centipede, and then they made a sequel, and then you went and saw that. Yes, and the second one scarred you. Yeah, I saw- but never saw okay. the third one, and I, I'm not going to watch the third one because oh, there's a third one. Yeah, but you know that, I guess that there's three. There's three people in the right human centipede. That that creepy security guard, garage parking valet, whatever the he was, um, you know, just will haunt me for the rest of my days. In the second movie, I say I never saw the second movie. I saw parts of the first film, and I was like, okay, I get the point. And uh, I, but I hear the second one is actually good in the sense of like you know i mean the the idea is ridiculous so like i don't i don't really get caught up in the in the i i can't really suspend my disbelief enough for me to go oh god what if this were real so it's less disturbing but i hear the second movie kind of like has a, a a sort of a fresh spin on the first movie that makes it makes it uh interesting and then apparently the third one is just bonkers in fact i think the third one Either the third one or the second one had to be filmed in black and white or because it, they couldn't release it if they didn't like, like being in color was too disturbing for people. Second. Oh. Was it the second one? So the second one was in black and white. That's how, that's how deeply disturbing this movie is. And yeah. it has nothing to do with the idea that people can get abducted and, you know, their mouths are sewn together or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People's backsides. That's, but it, 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 there's a there's a dis, there's like a, a, a disdain like a disgust factor about this movie and what <laughs> yeah that's that's what does it for me it's like and, and it goes like it's intricate you know it's it's not even like goofy stupid like um disgustingness it, it, it's very intricate and it's very uh methodical and and brilliant uh, uh, in every aspect what what is it's, the second movie is yes oh how disgusting it is it's it's intricate it's intricately disgusting and and that's you know taken to a brilliance on so many levels but unfortunately it's that disgustingness that just psychologically scarred me from ever watching this movie again and i mean it's definitely you have to watch at least one time in your life kind of like terror train and then never watch it again um no I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> I don't want to yuck your yum. But. It's not yucking my yum, man. You know who? That's okay. But uh, yeah, they're making one for the holidays. Uh, the human centipede. <laughs> nice. Oh, you're not kidding. No, I mean you probably are. But you know, while I was uh, all week, I was thinking about this episode and what I could possibly uh, bring up, and that's a really good uh, good point. Now that they're like. They're adding sharks to everything. You have like the Dracula shark or Dracula jaws or whatever it is, or Santa jaws and, you know, uh, sharks in space. Santa Five jaws. Ha- yes, Santa jaws. It's in my yeah. Amazon queue. That actually exists, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, it, it's, fun. Yeah. It, it's almost like Hollywood is drying up. <laughs> you know, yeah. At, at Where are point, all the ideas, people? Right. I mean, at this point, like, you know, Will Smith is gone. He'll never work again. Uh, Jim Carrey's retired. Uh, Johnny Depp, eh, maybe, maybe not. You know, probably. Yeah. Not. Amber Heard, forget about it. So you, you have all these 
like high paid actors who are just now completely gone forever for life. Keanu Reeves, he's going to be gone in another few years. And but now you have normal people providing content, whether it's YouTube, whether it's you know TikTok, whether it's doing podcasts, and, and you know a lot of them are making short films. So with that being said. You know, maybe it is the age of the the regular Joe Schmo providing content instead of paying millions of dollars to a person for make believing for, you know, an hour and some change. Yeah, that is the majority of what people consume is is like these small bits of media. You know, like little TikTok things, YouTube stuff, um, and then the Hollywood's like just rehashing old sh- like Top Gun and. I'm glad you brought that up because I was just about to say that. Jurassic Park, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tom Cruise has to be careful not to, uh, you know, keep going back to those roles like Top Gun. I know everyone gets, ex- I know everyone got excited about it, but I heard it's you good. know, Sylvester Stallone was 70 years old when he reprised his role as as you know Rambo or Ooh. Rock, for example. You know, he uh, um, uh, Harrison Ford keeps reprising his role as Indiana Jones and. You know, he's not hopping around and beating people up at age 80 years old. No. You know what I mean? It's not like Temple of Doom days when he, like, you know, roughed you up when he heard the, the, the main theme song. It's not like that anymore. So they, they phased Han Solo out of, out of Star Wars altogether. He's, he's, so he's done there. So I mean, what, is Tom Cruise going to be 80 years old still flying jets and stuff? I hope so. I so. <laughs> interesting. I, I wonder if they'll ever go like, you know, real, um, I don't want to say it's not that it's dark and gritty, but like there's a, an ultra kind of like realistic take on certain things that sort of became like the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, you know, mm-hmm. were basically cop dramas with, you know, there's no superpowers. There's just, you know, uh, there's criminals, there's crazy people. And some of them are both. Uh, you know, and then there's a guy in good gear with good resources who is good at figuring stuff out and finding people and a, a little okay at kicking ass because he trained to be a ninja. But this is this isn't like these aren't he's not a metahuman. This is just a guy. This is just a guy, you know, in, in a suit with some gadgets and things, and it's treated like 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 a you know like very realistic like by comparison. Yes, hey, hey, you keep hey, you keep talking, and it like it's fuzzing out the microphone. So if you want to say something, I'll. Mm. That's the Batman, buddy. All right. No, no, I like I love those movies, but my point is, is that Indiana Jones movies <laughs> like that come from a place of the Republic serial, where things are larger than life. So, like, if something happens in it that's ridiculous, it's a part of the genre. Like you know, I, and I think people forgot about that somewhere between the third one and the fourth one. Uh, they forgot that there's like this, it's not reality. There's this heightened kind of like just below cartoonish to it. Uh, that, that's supposed mm-hmm. to be, it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, Spectacular. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, don't get it's, me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love the Indiana Jones movies. Absolutely do. It's, it's, it's totally in, no, fact, yeah. in fact, uh, my favorite one was uh, the last crusades. That's happens to be my favorite one, but here's something that I learned from watching the big bang theory which kind of puts a new perspective on um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Is at the very end of this movie, either way, you take Indiana Jones out of it, the Nazis' faces are still going to melt, and evil's going to get conquered. Indiana Jones has nothing to do with it. He doesn't even have to be in the movie. 
So he, he barely slows him down, is what you're saying, basically. Correct. I, First of all, he, he didn't handle anything. Yeah, they handled I mean, themselves when they opened the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, he kind of just gave it to him. Right. So, so evil was punished, and Indiana Jones didn't even need to be there. He did not do a single thing to well, influence that movie. He took a couple of them out, but yeah, you're right. Anybody could have done that, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's a, it just, and also too, he's the Clarence Worley of that movie. Yeah. But also too, to 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 essentially sit there and say. If you oh, if you go to the desert and you know put yourself at risk and start uh, solving puzzles and crap like that, you're going to find the cup of Christ and you, you, you know you're going to but you can't leave the temple ever again if you want to have eternal life. Right. Well, that's the yeah, that's the that's the trade-off, I guess. It's yeah, like it's still, it's still ridiculous. Um. But yeah, no. The uh, uh, sorry, I can't remember now. It's fine. Not a big, not a big deal. Um, they should make. A, they should make another Tomb Raider movie. Those were good. Those were good. Yes, yes. You know, I uh, made a list of video game movies, a short list of video game movies that um, that I ranked by how much I remember about them. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized that I. I remember a bit about Tomb Raider 1, so I think that's like in my... So I think it's like five video game adaptations in the films I barely remember. And uh-huh. I remember Angelina Jolie. I remember uh, Chris Berry from Red Dwarf is in it. Uh, yeah. I remember it's... I remember Light... I remember Sled Dogs, and like Sled Dogs and Galaxy Bounce from Chemical Brothers. Uh-huh. No, when she like... She rides the Sled Dogs, but she's just wearing her boots... And the the dogs are pulling her, and mm-hmm. she's not even mm-hmm. on like a sled. Yeah, just her boot. She's, that was pretty awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and it's just yeah. a great song too from uh, from uh, that one album that I had. Anyway, but yeah, that and oh, also her exercise at the beginning where she's in the harness and like doing her flips and stuff. That was cool. So I remember quite a bit about that film. I remember almost nothing about the second one, and the and I the only thing I remember from the re, the the newer one. Is that it has uh, Vikander in it, Alicia Vikander? See, I don't even know her name. I know that there's a downed airplane in it. That's it. Uh, the only thing I know from it was what was in the teaser, which is airplane on on a cliff, hanging over the edge, her in it, and then nothing in my head after that. So, and I saw this movie at least once, you know, and I don't know, so I don't know what happened. But also on that list is like the Max Payne movie uh, with Mark Wahlberg and. I know that Mark Wahlberg is oh. in it. I know Ludacris is in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't thought about that one in a while. Yes. Oh, um, that's great. Max Payne? Yeah. It wasn't bad, but I, don't, I barely remember it. Great game. It's one of my favorites. I actually did a video on it recently, but I haven't published yet because I haven't edited it. But, um, yeah. Um, I remember they did the bullet time thing that's like in the game, at least for one scene. They probably did it for more than one, but I remember just the one. And that's the jumping backwards while firing a gun in slow motion, which is great in a video game when you get to experience that as the person controlling the action, but in a movie, it's every John Woo movie. So it's it's like people are going, hey, it's a thing from the game. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. But it's also from... uh, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's a different kind of thing. Anyway, so there's that. Hey, um, so I could bring back a, uh, a, a game format just for a little quick little lightning round. 
um, that we haven't done in a while just because it's our, our hundredth episode or excuse me, our episode 100. And, uh, <laughs> it's a variation on name that tune. Okay. Oh, does it have to Oh no, not this. So the way this works is, uh, there's this great source of, uh, Chords uh, of popular music that has been compiled over at Betty Lou Guitar. No, sorry, BettyLouMusic.com, and it's approximations of hundreds of popular songs. And the way this works is, I play it and I whistle it, and you try and figure out what it is. Uh, if you want to use your own name as your buzzer, so I can call on you. <laughs> so if you it, let's say I'm playing little lamb, and you say your name, if you know what it is, Mary had a little lamb. Well, you say your own name to buzz in. So you go, Theo. My name? Yeah, your own name. Like, Theo. Th- your name is your buzzer. Hunter, use your, you, you be a buzzer. buzzer. Say my name. Say my name. Yeah, say Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so it, once the song sounds familiar, I will be listening for one of you to say your own name to let me know that you would like to answer it. Then these are worth two points each. I feel like maybe I should write these down. Well, no, you know what? You guys keep track of your own scores. It'll be easier. It'll go so much faster. But so you get one point for... Uh, for knowing what the song is and another point for naming any version of, you know, it doesn't have to be the original person who wrote it or anything, but like any version that you're familiar with. So each is potentially worth two points. Ready? Ready. Okay. Hunter? Uh, Ready. Okay. Let's see here. Now let me know if you can hear it. Okay. too. Too high. Theo. Theo. Air supply, lost in love. Ding, 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 ding. That's that's two points to Theo. (laughs) That's how that works. Uh, All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I don't think that's right, but anyway. Theo. Yes. Um. Uh, Take on me by Aha. That's correct. Two more points. You have four points. Uh, And this is my wheelhouse, Hunter. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. That's. (laughs) (laughs) And to me, it's just a. It's a. It's it's an excuse to play this ridiculous game, which is yeah. Because this is how I am too. I hear something. I'm like, I know what that is. I know what that is. All right. right, Let's see here. Uh, Okay. Here is. Everybody ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, yes. Theo. Yes, Theo. It's uh, Abba, I Believe in Angels. It's very close. See, that's one point for Theo, and you might be able to get that. Oh, 
Theo. Yes, Theo. Abba the hero takes the fall. It's, it's so close. It's very close. Is it an Abba song? It is an Abba song. You got the point for the Abba song. Okay. Uh, but I have to tell you, I have to say what it is now. So, uh, it's uh, it's the winner. The winner takes it all. It's, the winner takes the fall. Yes. <laughs> it's the winner takes it all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The loser standing small. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a great song. I mean, you know, so you get to, you have five right now. Uh, five, five points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Let's see if I can do this one here. Gonna have to move this strap here because it's in the way of my hand. Let's try that again. Also, I'm guessing some of the, how the rhythm goes on these because it's been so long since I've heard them. Let's see. Theo. Yes. Billy Ocean, um, Caribbean Queen. Yes, it is. It is Caribbean Queen. Now we're sharing the same dream, and our hearts they beat as. Doesn't doesn't he say something about painted on jeans? He does. It's actually the first line. She dashed. She dashed by me and painted on jeans. Painted on jeans. Jeans. Yeah. And all heads turned because she was a dream. But if she was a dream, then they'd be asleep. Anyway, well, I don't know. Maybe we're all dreaming. Maybe we're all dreaming. Okay, shall I continue? Is, it, is this is this going well? It's going, well, it's going well for me. <laughs> all right. Is everybody still enjoying <laughs> themselves? Um, that's so well for me. That's okay. <laughs> um, so I guess that makes seven points for you, Theo. Okay, let's see here. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. It's Carol King. Is it just called So Far Away? It is called So Far Away by Carol King, yes. Oh, I know that one too. I have that in my uh favorites on my YouTube uh 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 channel. Damn. From uh, from the album Tapestry, do I get a point for that? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> that makes a re- what is that ten now? Around ten points. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh. Uh, Theo. Yes, Theo. It's Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Is it Hungry Like the Wolf? It is Hungry Like the Wolf, yes, by Duran okay. Duran. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, I, I think I'm enjoying myself the most of all at this point. <clears throat> <laughs> all right, like, I'm just, it's, should I go, go ahead, Hunter? See what? Hunt, uh, Tyson's enjoying watching me get my uh, get my backside spanked. <laughs> oh, I, it's really more. I am just kind of enjoying playing this game again because it's been a while since uh, since we pulled this one out. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, here, here's one. This is, I'd say about an even chance of both of you getting uh, this one. And let's see if I can do this one. 
Andre, you said your name? Is it Rambling Man? Is it who? What? Man. It's it Rambling. Is, it is not Rambling Man, no. Ah. Right. Theo, is it Culture Club? It, it is Culture Club. Oh, Karma Chameleon? It is Karma Chameleon by Culture Club, yes. Hmm. Uh, that makes sense. What's that? Oh, I saw him live a couple of years ago. Cool. There's a yeah. there's a really good video of him doing uh, Starman by Bowie with like a with like oh. a choir uh, backing him up. Uh, he's like he's singing and they're accompanying him with the uh, additional singing. Yeah, I bet that's fantastic. It's pretty good. I'll send you the link. If you want. Uh, shall we continue or is this um, like I don't know if people enjoy yeah, this because yeah, we don't get a lot, we don't get a lot of feedback on our episodes really to be honest. <laughs> Oh, really? No. After six years, do you think we should? Or we would? You know what I mean? Maybe. Who's your main, who's your main audience? We don't know. We don't know. We do not know. Uh, we know we have, we, get, oh. we got a lot of listens in Columbus, Ohio. We get a lot of limp listens in, I think, Sacramento. Um, it's sure. it's kind of, but that's mostly on SoundCloud. And I don't know, I don't have any uh, demographics for iTunes or any of the other places that people can listen. So it's hard to say. Really hard to say. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this right now, you should send a tweet to the Antisocial Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give give these guys some feedback. That is that is Antisocial and the num and the numeral one A N T I S O C I A L S H O W and the numeral one. Oh, is there a is there another one? Uh, that's the yeah. main Twitter for. Or the show, but they can also reach me on Twitter at RevT23, that is R-E-V-T-2-3, and Hunter is uh, Zombie Bacterium, which is Z-O-M-B-I-E-B-A-C-T-E-R-I-U-M. Theo, you're, you're on Twitter, are you not? Uh, not really. I mean, I okay. I don't, really, I don't really get it, sorry. I'm following him on Facebook. <laughs> I'm on Facebook sometimes. Uh, occasionally on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Shall I do the next one? Or Yeah. Let's okay. do this. You're what? Yeah. To go for it. Okay. Yes. It's Carly Simon. Anticipation. It is. Oh, just chasing, chasing after some brighter day. Anticipation. And yeah, that's a great song. It's making, it's making me late. It's keeping me way. All right, let's see here. Um, well, you know, there's stuff from the 80s, stuff from the 90s. Should I 
should I keep it in the in the pop category or because I, I don't you know it's not like I know every song or can do all these but I generally am sticking to ones that I kind of know what they sound like yeah you know, well, you know. God smack voodoo well you already know what that is now it's it's, it's see if you can guess what this one is oh okay well no okay here's one let's see how long this takes <laughs> for anybody to know Theo. Yes. Is that Barry Manilow? It is Barry Manilow. Uh, it's like Can't Live Without You or something like that? Or It's close. It's, it, okay. it, is, it, is, it is Can't Smile Without You. Can't Smile Without You. <laughs> yeah. Can't Live Without You is my guess. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Well, there's actually, uh, gosh, you know, like, speaking of, go ahead, Hunter. Hunter. At least I got close to you did. You absolutely did. Um, Which in this a rarity, but it does happen. Oh God, I don't even know if the if this one. Now this can't be the chords to it. Let's see here. Not even close. No, it's just yeah. That that's that's not it. That's a placeholder. No, because that's the song I was I was wondering if there would be even a, something I could play on it. It has like. Um, so many chords that that didn't even appear. That the chords that appeared in this version of it were like A, it's either E, A, and B seven. I'm like, no, there's there's like augmented fifths in this song. So let's see, we already did that one. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> oh. I can sing it. It's the name of the game song. Theo, yes, it's a it's a crowded house song, right? I know the lyrics. I just don't know the the title. It's 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 um, hey now, hey now. Uh, and the title are the is the next words <laughs> right after hey now, hey now. Uh, uh, don't dream it's over. It's called don't dream it's over. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, familiar with that song for the first time watching Stephen King's The Stand. Oh, oh yeah, that's that song was in The Stand, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Now, oh yeah, it's a great song. It, yeah, that song is yeah, absolutely always been kind of evocative. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much a nothing statement. It's like when somebody. When you don't know what else to say, if you just watched a movie and it's the person who like made the film and, uh, and like, what did you think? And you can feel like it's all up there on screen. Well, you, yeah. know, you know, it's funny how, how brilliant uh, Stephen King actually is. I wonder if he's walking through his house saying, I told you I was right with the, you know, the super virus. And now we've got Corona, <laughs> you know, demanding accolades. Yeah. I, if I were him, I think he'd be, he probably is more like, I told you Susan Collins was a moron. 
Because <laughs> he's he's I was actually advocating against her for a few years now. I've on uh, like I mentioned uh, her on Colbert. He's like she's got to go, and that was three. Yeah, she's that was three years ago. So let's see here. Um, oh, okay. Well, okay. This might be a little difficult because this could be a couple different groups. Uh, oh, okay. And oh, those that's not even the right. That's not the right chords. Here it's this. Did one of these come undone? Nope, that's it. That is it. It's an E minor, E major seven, by the way. Theo. Uh, uh, yes. Um, it's Muskrat Love. It is. Which version is it? Uh, Captain and Sunil. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Captain and Sunil. Yeah, it is. Now, the, okay. now the first version I actually heard of the song was I heard America's version first. Um, yeah, America does that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they do a great version of it too. I mean, I was like, this is a beautiful song. Yeah, it has, some, it? It has some great chords it's- in it. <laughs> What's it about? Uh, well, let's, uh, let's see. It's a cat. Let's see. It's about a couple masters. Muskrat, muskrat, candlelight, doing the town and doing it right in the evening. It's pretty. Oh, here it says it's pretty pleasing. Sounds like. A late 70s TV show, a bunch of young people who live in the city and. They work during the day and have a nightlife at night, and maybe they all kind of hook up and you know hang out and shit like that, like kind of like friends on the couch. Yeah. Sure. Mus- what, are, what is muskrat love? It sounds gross. <laughs> it is kind of gross. Well, also it's okay. So there's they're they're named characters too. So it's like muskrat Susie, muskrat Sam, do the jitterbug down in muskrat land, and they shimmy. And the off comment of, you know, Sam is so skinny. <laughs> What's that? Their, it basically means a couple of uh, junkies are getting their groove on in a not so great hood. The jitterbug. So, right. Then it is, and they whirl and they twirl and they tangle. Singing a jingle and jangle. And then uh, floating like the heavens above. And then my favorite part is this D with a suspended fourth. Wrong. Looks like muskrat love. And it goes right. back into that E major seven, which is like, oh, that's gorgeous. I mean, that's you know, yeah. if they can float to heaven or whatever, that means that they're high. So essentially, it's it's two junkies who are high who are having sex in the ghetto. Maybe, but. There was a lot of white drugs in the 70s. Right. I mean, those are innuendos, and I just pointed them all out to you. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) Wait, what? Nibbling on bacon, chewing on cheese? That's not literal? (laughs) Government cheese, my friend. (laughs) Sammy says to Susie, honey, would you please be my missus? She says yes with her kisses. That's actually kind of nice. Anyway, okay, I think we could do maybe one or two more. Let's going to marry a junkie except for a junkie. I mean, down in Florida, they caught two junkies living in a an attic at Walmart for the past like, five years. But that was going back a few years ago. Living in an attic at Walmart. That's something. Yeah, you could do 
something there. Okay, let's see. Here's one. Taking you back to 1972. Theo. Yes. It never rains in Southern California. That is the name of the song. Do you remember who did it? No. Hunter, you want to steal? No, oh, <laughs> I'm lost. Uh, Albert Hammond. But, yeah, that's a one-hit wonder. It never rains in California is an actual. Uh, literally, that's correct. It never rains in California. <laughs> never rains. You got those. You got those damn Jewish space laser death stars in space, and it's just setting everything on fire. Yep. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some weird, weird conspiracy theories out there. Okay. Oh, I thought that was real. Right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Just such a strange, like, it's so, it's, I don't know. It's so out there. I, it's, I guess it's, I would say it's not as strange as dot, 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 but no, it's as strange as, like, uh, the pineal gland thing, frazzle dripping, whatever the hell that is. Uh, there's tripping sounds like an STD. It's something to do with like adrenochrome or something. Theo, you, you saw like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Um, I read I read the book. You read the book. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Anyway, what was that, uh, Hunter? I saw the movie. Not the. I I didn't read the book. I've seen the movie like a bunch of times. There's something really interesting about that film. It still sounds like you got the drips. You get doctor. You got to help me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we could probably wrap it up in a bit if that's okay. If you like, um, yeah, let's see. Is like one more here. Let's see. Here we go. Um, 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 um. Sorry. Theo. Yes. It's America. This is America. Yes. Crime in my area. Yeah. Um, the, the, the band. Yes. America. And the song is uh, A Horse with No Name. It is called right? Horse with No Name. Yes. I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out of the rain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Many times I've heard that song, I still couldn't get First time you heard the song, you what? No, I said, you know how many times I've heard that song in my life and still didn't get it? Oh, I imagine countless. I, well, I don't know. I mean, it's... it's Wait, what is, what is there to get? Well, it goes to show that I have, like, no musical ear whatsoever. Oh, you didn't, didn't unless, recognize it this way. Unless it's, like, songs that, like, I would listen to on a regular basis, like, Godsmack, I could pick out, you know, Disturbed, especially Down with the Sickness. Oh, sure. Yeah. I thought you were saying there's like something bigger to get about mm. a horse with no name. No, I was that wasn't being philosophical. You, okay, you know? <laughs> I thought you were like I finally got the song. Like, yeah, no, no, I don't think about horses wandering the desert without a name because that's just sad. <laughs> well, it's also I mean it's it's a it's an interesting so it's like the song it's broke broken up into three acts over its verses where it's on the first part of the journey and he's actually literally talking about you know on the first part of the journey. I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things. Right. There was sand and hills and rings. Okay. 
Uh, first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and the sky with no clouds. The heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full of sound. Yeah, man. I've been to the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out of the rain. In the desert, you can remember your name because there ain't no one for to give you no pain. La 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 la. And then that song after, should really be that song should really be dedicated to the gunslinger. The song is what? Say again. I said that song should be dedicated to the gunslinger. Oh, like Roland the gunslinger? Sure, yeah. yeah. Now, my, my understanding is that the song is actually about heroin. I've heard, but. Yeah, most songs are. Seems like well, a lot of them are. I gotta tell you, when People I was twenty, about when I was twenty-six, yeah, I stayed about a week in the uh, in Beverly Hills. Flew from Jersey to Beverly Hills and stayed for a week, and I, I wanted to see the Hotel California. And I can't believe how much a dump that thing was in real life. I was kind of disappointed. Like I, I kind of get the lyrics of that song. Like I get it, but I didn't think the place was like a literal dump. Still cool to go to though, but you know it was it was not a place you wanted to stay in. What night. is it? Is it a is it's it a hotel? hotel? Yeah, it's a seedy hotel. Oh okay. But the Eagles, that's one of the Eagles songs. I wanted to I wanted to go see it, you know, firsthand, and it's like. <laughs> yeah. You really start to uh, compare you know this person to let's say Chunk from the Goonies because you find out what a little, sorry Tyson, but what a little he really is when you know hey kids, spill your guts and tell us everything everything, everything, everything. okay I'll talk and he like has like a list of every bad thing that he's ever done in his life including like you know getting people sick at the movie theater so yeah you, you <laughs> find, he, he tells BS stories and he's just a little so I, I don't feel bad <laughs> he's, kind of a, he's kind of a little narc. Uh, it's so weird looking back on that movie and being like, well, I was younger than they were when that movie came out, and I'm quite a bit older now. Um, but like looking at them as younger people and being like, holy cow, they were that really that young. Like they all were. Even Josh Brolin was that young. Yep, that movie will stand the testament of time. It's a good one. Oh, and by the way, songs about heroin. Turns out uh, the Velvet Underground song "Heroin" is actually about Santa Claus. Oh no, it's not. It's, it's not really. No, it's about yeah. It's, probably, it's literal. It's, it's about heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about heroin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Kid Charlemagne's about acid, or it's about an acid dealer. That's a great song. That track. Kid Charlemagne. Yeah. That's a that's a great track. Um, uh, now that's got some hard chords. <laughs> Let's go through it's it. Just- just say no to heroin, kids. Just say no to heroin. Kids, don't yeah. do drugs. Don't do because, heroin. You know, you'll do heroin, and then you, you, you know, you're thinking that you're walking with your best friend through like a grassy meadow, and the sun's out, and everything's peaceful, and you're you're having an in-depth conversation with, you know, your your best friend. It's like the the greatest moment you have ever had in your life. But now, in reality, you're actually dragging uh, a mannequin through a. Uh, uh, busted up old parking lot that you know the asphalt's cracking and the weeds are coming up and broken beer bottles and that's that's in reality what you're really doing so just say no to heroin kids yeah and it's all cut with fentanyl now so say no stay away from it (laughs) say say no to fentanyl kids yeah Yeah. oh and and say no to um oh god what's that Uh, no it's um it's actually something you can actually get over. The, it, it's 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 a plant, and 
you get it from a dry flower shop and you crush it up and you put it in a bowl and you smoke it. But it's supposed to be, I've seen videos on it on YouTube. It's hilarious. Like what some of these people go through. Oh, is it sati? No, wait. Uh, it's oh, um, uh, kratom. No, um, you're close. Sal- salvia. That's it. Salvia. Salvia divinorum. So, yes. So the first video I saw was a woman like she's like 59 years old and she's like, oh, and this is my first salvia trip. And her kids and I guess the girlfriend, they're all there watching her and she's on the couch saying that she's seeing like these round, like pancake looking creatures on the floor and on the ceiling. And she's just like laughing and she's not there. That's Mm. the thing. Like she she took a a step away. She she, she's gone. Like she's sitting there. She's laughing and she was she's responsive, but she's checked out. Doesn't only last like a, a short time. Yep. It's like less than a minute. Usually you just like, you can just carry on with your day. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I understand. People are, you know, yeah, they definitely, I mean, there's a great, like, I mean, I don't know about great, but like, you know, there it was famously, it was a, a, a video of Miley Cyrus doing Salvia. And uh, that was, you know, I've only heard the audio of it, but the audio was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. She was like, so, she started rapping basically kind of. She wrote, she wrote most of her third album on Salvia. Which one was the third one? Is that uh bangers? Yes, yes. The one with uh, "Can't Stop" or the and "Wrecking Ball." Mm-hmm. That that's a good album. Yeah, it's, it's got some great stuff on it. That was actually around the time when I started adding the bleeps or the uh, the uh, custom bleeps. Was so if, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, dear listener. Um, thank you. Earlier, thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, Hunter had a, a very foul mouth and everything was a curse word. And, you know, uh, uh, Tyson made Hunter realize that we don't know what the graphics of our audience is and I shouldn't be saying the bad thing. Uh, I, ca- I can, like, you know, kind of, like, reference the bad thing but not actually say the bad thing. So, I've got, especially when it comes to the solo episodes that I do because if I keep it short, and tight and don't say anything as far as like bad words are concerned. Very little editing uh, goes into it and Tyson can just throw it right up. But so I've learned to get creative with like curse words. Mostly so. an editing thing. It's an editing thing and also trying to get trying to avoid that E on the explicit content on the store because then that can we can reach a wider audience. But I mean, you know, let's face it, people know what words are being said, even if they're bleeped out. Um, because I use custom, uh, custom, custom sounds. So I mean, like the the sound for the F word doesn't sound like the word the the sound for the S word. So it's all it's very clear what's being said. So like, what's the what's the point? But uh, it's just to it's, it's to avoid the E rating or try to. But, when yeah. we do hmm? when we do a normalized episode where it's just Tyson and I, you know, I, I I keep it very regimental. I don't keep I behave myself for the most part. So. But for whatever reason, we we have a guest that comes on the show, and I kind of get lax, and I start I start swearing every other word, and, I, and you can see Tyson's face. So I know like he's getting to that point where it's like, come on, knock it off, because you know, if there's it's a bunch of them, right. <laughs> and it's well, like, ah, this is going to take longer to edit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey, like, whatever. I, I've been good this episode. <laughs> most part. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Now, Theo, I don't know if you listen to any other episodes, but one thing we do talk about on the show is the show, unfortunately. So it comes up. The show, the show, it talk, is talked about on the show 
more often than than um well i don't but you know i used to think it was more often than other podcasts but having listened to the variety and amount of podcasts i have over the last 12 years or whatever it's been since i started really listening to a bunches of them um no it's it's pretty it's about 50 50 like there's a lot of people who will just cut that stuff right out because they're they're not having a conversational podcast they've got some kind of format and it doesn't really fit the format but conversational pods they talk about you know Whatever, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, you know. I would be. Uh, it's, it is the talk- scenes. It's the scenes. It's, this is it. I would. I would be open to talk about uh, Prince's wardrobe, for example. I mean, yeah. If you if we're talking about topics and and you know if we're trying to have like a a, a conversational podcast, which I do see your point because you know if you listen to a lot of other people's podcasts. They do tend to talk about themselves quite a bit, so I can understand if a listener wants to get you know uh, get outside the box and have like I said conversational you know uh, type podcast. So here's the topic would be of course again Prince and and his his weird outfits and you know oh, all gosh. of a sudden right and then he's the artist formerly known as Prince. Well, I mean, what would happen if I came on the show one night and said, you know what, from now on I'm the uh, I'm your artist, but I am the artist formerly known as Hunter. It's a lot more words than right. Hunter. I, I, I start referring to myself in the third person. Love it. I think we should do that. Right. Or use the English we. Like, we're not amused. Or, you know, we've worked hard today. <laughs> I like this. This sounds fun. Hunter worked hard today. We are tired. Yes. <laughs> make, make it Yoda. Mm. <laughs> tired we are. Tired we are. Mm. Oh, join the dark side, have you? Luke. Which to still have. Luminous beings are we. <laughs> and beer leads to drunkenness, and drunkenness leads to beer goggles. And dueling Yodas. You shouldn't have mentioned that, because you know what's going to happen knowing our luck, since we don't exactly know like who's listening to this show, you know, for the most part, anyway. The wide, broad general audience. Um, it, it's almost like the situation where Kevin Smith and um, Moe's showed their movie in that movie theater in New York City. And it just so happened there was only one other person aside from themselves in that movie theater that day, but it happened to be the right person. So I kind of feel like now the right person is listening to this right now. And I, I guarantee, give it about a month or two, you know, Broadway is going to come up with its own, like, you know, musical and it's going to be the Dueling Yodas. I'd watch it. <laughs> exactly. I'd pay. I'd pay Broadway money for that. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see. I don't know if it could be sustained for 90 minutes, but I'd really like to see OK Go try to do something that is is a full 90 minutes of the innovation that they bring to their music videos. Mm. I, I've, be- I, are you familiar with their their, their music videos, uh, Theo? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Such creativity, such planning. Um, They're very cool. Very cool. All in one take, usually. Um, I, I like. You know who really likes those? Actually, is Jareth. Like, um, oh, I bet. I've shown. I showed. I've shown him them a few times, and sometimes he'll just want to watch them in a row. Like. Uh-huh. So he'd be like, eh, you know, that, that one would be like, oh, getting versus needing. Okay, we can watch that one. And that's the one with the car and it's rolling and hit and the sticks are hitting the instruments and a big line. And yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. No. Hmm. 
at least he's not bouncing up and down asking to watch the kangaroo song or show whatever the heck that was from that movie uh, uh big daddy with adam sandler kangaroo show all right 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 okay yeah I, you know i saw that movie once i saw it in a theater not a real show it's not a real show but <laughs> i'll tell you what you know that whole time even though like that that particular movie took place in like the the early 2000s i mean comedy like that you don't see anymore because there's a i hate to say it i'm sorry to say this but there's a whole generation of candy asses to get offended by that movie you know they'll, they'll say that uh, you know yeah because this is what they'll say they'll say that adam sandler kidnapped this kid you know didn't bathe him until he was forced to and now the trauma is that he's being dragged out of a courtroom crying and screaming that i can wipe my own ass so I hear it, I hear what you're saying. Like if it weren't a comedy, it would be a drama. <laughs> right. It sounds like I'm that's traumatized what, right now. Right. Yeah. That's what this generation would classify it as. And hmm. you see it for what it is. It's a comedy. It's about a guy who can do better but chooses not to because he's a slacker. And basically he thinks that if he takes on a child, you know, his girlfriend will think he's more mature and doing the right thing when that's not what she said at all. Is that the premise of the movie? Kind of. He's he's also kind of independently wealthy because he's got like uh, good stocks or something that he can draw from. Adam Sandler, uh, his father in that movie is a lawyer, like a top lawyer. And he went to law school and he's a lawyer. But instead he chooses to work the toll booth. Not that there's anything wrong with that because you do make good money working in the toll booth. But it's a union gig. He's he's a slacker to the highest degree. He has no five-year plan. At first, he's like a hot mess at first, and he basically his girlfriend's like, "Yo, you, we're done now, unless you can straighten up your act." Had had Sandler even hit forty by that point? I think he was probably in his mid thirties or something. Like, it's like I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he was it was like a dr- kind of a dramatic role for him too. He wasn't like you know, it wasn't like ah, dad, oh, my daddy, Bob. You know, it was like it's like regular guy movie. You know. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what? No, he's, I, he's a good actor. Like, I, he oh, yeah. plays he's, dramatic roles well. You know, he's got he, charisma. Yes, uh, yeah. definitely a good actor as far as like you know drama and comedy is concerned. But I don't see him taking it to a dark. Excuse me, I don't see him taking it to a dark place like Jim Carrey did or um, Robin Williams. Well, like Punch, Drunk, Punch Drunk Love was was kind of not very funny. It was like kind of a drama still need to see that i really need to see that uncut gems was wild i heard that's different between what jim carrey and let's say what robin williams did as opposed to a drama is that first of all robin williams works at a one-hour photo finishing and he's like obsessed with this mother uh son duel who's uh her husband happens to be like having an affair or something like that so he's he wants to get this woman in a big bad way so he he basically follows the husband and the mistress to a hotel and he breaks in and he basically forces them to have sex and he te- with a knife and he's got a camera he's like i caught you in the act now you're gonna do it yeah and where jim carrey's concern is he's the nutbag that just wants to be your friend and can make your life a living hell if you don't reciprocate you know reciprocate his his friendship Oh, that's the cable guy. Yeah, that's interesting. So you're so that's where you so you're putting. It's almost like you're putting Robin Williams from One Hour Photo on the same level as the Cable Guy. Where I thought you were going to go with the number twenty three. <laughs> actually, no. You actually put Robin Williams in in classification with number twenty three because that has a very interesting twist. 
And I think Jim Carrey actually took it darker in that one than he did with Cable Guy. Right, but if I was going to compare a dark Jim Carrey to a... Like, if I was going to take Cable Guy and then find a Robin Williams movie that was more similar in tone, I'd have to go with Death to Smoochie. Yes. Mm. Which is much lighter, but still dark, but also (laughs) funny. And and a Danny DeVito movie. It was funny. So we've come definitely. Did you say... Did you see Insomnia? Robin Williams was... Oh, yeah. Yes. He was the bad guy in that, too. Yeah. That was another right? Christopher Nolan yeah. movie, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Nolan does good movies. He does. That was his second... Uh, that was his one after Memento. So he did Memento but, and then Insomnia, and then his next one was like... Um, on, it might have been Batman Begins was the one he did right after Insomnia. Hmm? Unfortunately, though, they are sl- DC is slowly killing the Batman. Yeah. I heard, I heard I, the Batman movie was okay, though. No, no, no. As far as like the way it was uh, executed and had like that dark gothic um, type feel to it, very much so. And and it it delivered the message that it needed to deliver, where Batman was vengeance prior to him being for justice. Mm-hmm. So. But here's the problem. This is so it had nothing to do with the performance or nothing like that. Even though Batman appeared weaker both mentally and physically in this movie, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like you know, there was a, a scene where you saw genuine concern and 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 being afraid on Batman's face, and you never see that ever. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, those are just the, the the few qualities of this movie, bad qualities of the movie. But why Batman is slowly dying is because they keep doing origin films. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, we don't need to see that again. No, we don't need to see an origin uh, an origin film, considering the fact that there's so much great content to, to be done with Batman. It's like, why do we need to see where he came from? We already did that. We did that with, um, who's the director for uh, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman? Tim Burton. Uh, Tim Burton. We saw that with Tim Burton. We saw that with, uh, uh, skip over, uh, skip over uh, Sal Kilmer and George Clooney. Well, he revisited so, that one in, in the Schumacher one, uh, the first Schumacher one. Right, but we then we sh- and of course skip over this the second Michael Keaton Batman movie. We go straight to the Nolan verse where boom, we have another origin story. Yeah, great. Right. And then we well. see nothing. Ben Affleck did some cameos. <laughs> of course, he did Justice League and you know Batman versus Superman. But then we did nothing with him. We killed him. Mm-hmm. And now we have have another solo. We have another origin Batman film. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, they're killing the Batman. It's too much origin. We don't need to see the. The, like the pearl necklace being ripped off, and you know the, the right. outside the opera, to tink to tink on the ground, the roses uh, falling. Much oh. of that, we get it. You know, want to see the Joker or Two Face or the Riddler or you know, obviously uh, the League of Assassins. Then the other thing, the other direction to go to, and I think this would be really cool, would be, uh, and they did it in cartoon form, um, it would be um, against the uh, Court of Owls. Now, that would be something to watch. That would be cool. I've heard of that. Um, I think Russell talked about that. Uh, with If not on our show, he, he talked about it on a conversation I had on the phone. He mentioned Court of Owls. Somebody mentioned the Court of Owls. That came up before, I think, on this show. Gotham's elitists who happen to cannot stand the Waynes because they're gooders. Yeah. And since the inception of Gotham. So I would think, yeah, that would be something. Yeah. See, I'm much more like, I'm more up on my MCU right now. Like, I just finished uh, the Hawkeye series um, 
today. So now I can see the Spider-Man No Way Home. I can watch Moon Knight, and then I can watch Multiverse of Madness, and then I'll be pretty much caught up on my Marvel Cinematic Universe. But so far, all dynamite. Great. Yeah, I, I, Get up I, to work. Hmm? I like yeah. comic TV shows. So, say again, Gunner? I like, I like TV shows based on comic books. Oh, yeah. Comic you know, like uh, The Flash was pretty good. Green Arrow was pretty good. Hawkeye was amazing. Oh, Arrow? Yeah, Arrow, Arrow. Arrow. I saw the first season of that. It was pretty good. The first season was good. I haven't seen oh. beyond it. There's like six seasons now or something. And a crossover with The Flash and then like Future Him and Legends of Tomorrow, which just got canceled. Um, yeah, so they're going away. So I don't know. I just never got to – I never got to really – like I would, I would, con- I would continue these things, but there's just so much content to to uh, to, um, to to keep up with, I guess. So I, I think that's why I had to like pick a lane and be like, I'm going to get through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I do like these stories. I'm going to make a point of seeing them. Oh, you know. I think only. No, go ahead. No, that's pretty much it. Oh, no, I think the only uh, the only TV series that's good right now that's non-comic is um, Stranger Things, or is that a comic? Oh no, it's not. So, yeah, I don't believe it is. Yeah, I've seen the first two seasons; they were good. That's oh, it's phenomenal. This this yeah. this this uh, season right now is 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 great. It's fantastic. It's on season it four. Very good. Four right now. Season four. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's four. Well, I'm, yeah, it's fantastic. Is it good? So it is. Good for season four is still good. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good. Good to hear. I'm looking forward to the next John Wick movie. Ah. See now, you know what? I love Keanu Reeves, but. And I, I absolutely loved the Matrix uh, uh, movies, but I, I the last one I, I I wasn't buying it. Haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no, like I wasn't feeling. I mean, I watched it just for the sake of watching it, but it's it's not something that I uh, I enjoyed. He's got longevity though as an actor though because he's got such a great reputation. Well, not only that, but he keeps to himself and doesn't get into trouble like everybody else does. Hmm. Like, Logan. Hmm. Like Lindsay Lohan or Lohan, no. Lindsay Lohan being the opposite of Keanu Reeves. So, Correct. Okay. <laughs> In so many ways. Interesting. What I was going to say is, is that uh, Theo here, you know, he, he's got the uh, muscle shirt on, he's got the shorts, and <laughs> it's the, really hot here. All the stuff that I don't wear in public because I can't pull that off. So, <laughs> not at all. It's a, you, you don't want to see me in that stuff. It's scary. <laughs> That's yeah, a, I, I didn't really think about it being a video. I was just like, I'm just going to wear dress downs because it's really hot. That's how, much, I, <laughs> that's how much weight I gained. It's 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 pathetic. <laughs> I definitely gained weight back after having lost a significant portion of it. So I lost like I don't know, sixty pounds. I think was it something like that. I gained. Yeah, you were real. You were real. Uh, lost a lot of weight. I did lose a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. I went from like, like actually, I think it was close to forty. It was like forty pounds, something like that. I went from an extra large to a two X. Mm. Like I said, I've been noticing lately when you go to these cons, you, you want to take like pictures of you and the person that's signing your autograph. So, cause you're paying for combo. So it's like 60 bucks. So, but I'm looking at myself in these pictures and yeah, I'm, I, I gotten pretty damn chunky and I don't like it. So it's, you know, I love to eat. So that, that, that's my dilemma. Well, uh, it's, yeah, with me, I just got to do different food choices if I want to take the weight off again. I mean, I didn't put it all back on, but I, I was at 220, and I went down to uh, uh, at least 180. And then I could not get down to 165, but I did work towards that. Now I'm back closer to 180. But um, 
I don't know. Uh, it you know I'll just I'll just try again, and you know, maybe I'll uh, cut out bread again for a while, and uh, you know I, I gained a lot of weight in um, twenty twenty because I was just watching TV and eating, eating a lot of snacks, mm. and then um, actually I did that Noom uh, the app, you know. I've heard of that? Yeah, it's a uh, on all the podcasts. There's an ad for Noom, uh, and I'm like, I'll try it. And uh, it worked. I, I lost. I lost like almost thirty pounds. Oh, congratulations! And, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll have to try something like that. I don't get so lucky. I, I suck at diets. I mean, I'm, I always tell myself, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right and all that crap." And then yeah, maybe go out for a walk, and then that's it. And then I go <laughs> eating crap again. And that seems to be my problem right there. Yep. Well, it was a lot easier when I was unemployed and like didn't have anything else to do but just eat vegetables and like uh <laughs> i don't know you know when you're like working or whatever you just grab what, whatever's in front of you is what you eat oh yeah absolutely and then and then, you, and then you're like my pants don't fit yeah it's real it is it's a it's a it can it can surprise you it really sneaks up on you it's like yes, I, I look at some of my videos that i made during my uh my period where i was lighter and uh my face is just shaped differently <laughs> and it's weird to me it's like looking at it, oh i did i did used to didn't have this like extra like potato shape going on it was more like there was i looked thinner like and i just like i'm choking myself or somebody's out of frame is choking me um get on your knees tyson and choke yourself my hands now bone and choke yourself are you done grinning private tyson Stop on your feet. Is that Full Metal Jacket? Yes. Now it's due for a rewatch. Well, Theo, um, I want to thank you for uh, coming in and spending time with us on our number 100 episode. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. This is fun. No problem. Um, Hunter, did you want to say anything in closing? Uh, nope, I'm good. You can uh, proceed. Do the thing. Well, that's about all the time we have for Antisocial Show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. And our guest has been... Theo Sainer. Tyson's brother. <laughs> uh, be decent to each other. Absolutely. Peace. Bye. Have a good time, folks.